What's up, nerds? We are your hosts. I am Jake. And I'm Chad. This week, we are sponsored by Ray's Energy Drinks. We are also sponsored by Crybaby Craig's Hot Sauce. Uh, this week, we have a few guests on the show to talk about Battle of the Sketches, where we get to talk about their struggles of being working artists, where they find their inspiration, and their process for completing these weekly drawing challenges and uh, deadlines for their actual job <laughs> battle of the sketches is a thing for fun and then these guys and girls also do this for like their jobs as well so yeah wild yeah and we'll also be talking about house of the dragon uh i think it's episode six or episode yeah episode six or seven um it you're right it is episode seven uh which is streaming on hbo max so let's get into it this is the all things nerd podcast Welcome back, nerds, to the All Things Nerd podcast, your weekly dive into all things nerd. Yeah. How was your week? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to, but you wrote it. I forgot to change that one cue on our notes. (laughs) I was like, are you saying that part? (laughs) I paused. Sorry for the awkward pause, everyone. Um, Awkward pause. Yeah? Week was fine. Yeah. Got the dog spayed. Went to a wedding over the weekend. Um, all there in that. It's been pretty. Uh, oh, you came over. We played some some Halo. That was fun. That was fun. All there in that. Not much. How about you? Well, I went over to your house and played some Halo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my week was very just nothing going on. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I renewed my car insurance. Woo! Yeah, that was fun. I did go and pick up. Oh. I'm sorry if you can hear that. So, we can. We yeah. can. <laughs> yeah. There was sirens in the background. My bad. Um, I also picked up some like art material, both from you, and then I also went and got some like sketching pencils and stuff like that because I'm going to be participating in Battle of the Sketches. And uh, considering the fact that I don't draw, I'm fairly happy with where my sketch is at so far. My proportions are definitely off uh, for, like, one leg is just, take my strong good. leg. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it looks good. I saw it. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. I got some more work to do on it, but I have till the day that this episode actually comes out. So by the time you guys are listening to this, it won't matter because yeah. <laughs> I'll be done It'll, with it. Yeah. So <laughs> this week we're doing the... This whole month, but this week we're doing Battle of the Sketches, and we did a werewolf theme for the week. So everybody participating um, is drawing werewolves. And then next week, after you guys hear this episode, the following week will be The Bride of Frankenstein. So look forward to that. Yeah, and if any of you want to participate, all you have to do do is create a sketch drawing. If you don't want it to end up on our gallery or in our web store uh, for this month, that's totally fine, but all you have to do is post it to Instagram, to your to your story, and to your page, and just use the hashtag Battle of the Sketches. Mm. That's it. It's a yeah. fun way to share your art. I'm really excited about it because I'm not a very good artist, but I'm hoping to learn some things. So, 
also some, yeah i'll say some oh. stuff going on in the nerd world yeah like what yeah. jake well should we just should we start with she hulk and get she hulk out of the way for for the week yeah we should not a ton to talk about this week it was fun episode it was enjoyable funny like they've all been but it didn't really go anywhere which is also been unfortunately yeah it's still bringing in a bunch of like d-list uh heroes and villains Mm -hmm. she's at the emil blonsky's like serenity retreat Mm -hmm. she ends up actually like really enjoying herself there uh but she had to go check on him because his ankle monitor was malfunctioning because yeah. he touched an electric fence trying to save a chicken. But uh, more importantly, go on, say that thing. Jake's theory from last week as to what was going on, he is right. The the dude from the wedding was just Josh. trying to Josh was just trying to get close to her so that he could steal her blood. Which he did. Which he did. After date number three, mm-hmm. they banged. Bang. They banged. Bangity bang. I said a bang, bang, bang. bang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He injected her with a needle and then he. I was going to say took, took her some blood. blood. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I was waiting for you. If you didn't finish it, then I was going to be like, and then he took her blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pause intended. <laughs> uh but really they, there's no end credit scene and there is still no daredevil still no daredevil oh yeah spoiler alert yep <laughs> just kidding already happened <laughs> uh but also we did get uh the wakanda forever uh full feature trailer yeah technically it's like trailer two because the teaser was long enough to be a a full-length trailer pretty lengthy yeah but this actually has some dialogue um we get a good look at uh namor and his abilities his Mm -hmm. ankle wings allow him to fly just like in the comics it's super super awesome i'm so excited for this film yeah it looks awesome uh we get uh riri williams suited up in, in her at, at first glance, I was like, oh, Rhodey's in it. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, that's fucking Ironheart. Dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was cool. And it, they all, she also, like, I assume it's her first flight in the movie. But she is very reminiscent to Iron Man's first flight where he's, like, shoots up towards the sky or whatever. And he's like, woohoo. She literally does the exact same thing. Yeah. Um. So it was kind of cool. They like those parallels. Yeah, and I'm I'm excited to see, like, how Riri is like introduced and built up in this film because I'm mm-hmm. so excited for her standalone show mm-hmm. and just to see more of her because she's an awesome character and just this movie in general. I'm so stoked. Yeah. However, if they little... kill Angela Bassett, I'm gonna be pissed. I was a little worried. You know, obviously, without Chadwick, like, who is going to pick up the mantle and what they're going to do with it? Are they going to recast? It looks, I mean, it's not, looks like it's been confirmed that he's dead in the movie as well. Yeah. So, um, and if I had to guess, they haven't confirmed it, but I think we think that it's his sister. 
yeah, that taking over the Shuri will be the one Black taking Panther. up. Yeah, we do get confirmation <clears throat> that the new Black Panther is uh, is a female character, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we don't see who it is without the mask on. But they've kind of hinted through the markings on the suit versus uh, Shuri's like ceremonial makeup. Mm. Yeah. But Marvel has been known to do things like that to lead us one way, just to change it. So mm-hmm. we still don't know for sure. Yeah. Um. What else? What else? What else? Uh. Blade, Blade. director, the Blade director. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Got. I don't know if he got fired or stepped down or yeah. whatever. But uh, he presented his script for Blade, and it was only ninety pages. Uh, and it only had like two action sequences in it, so he is no longer writing the script for it, and they're Ooh. redoing it <laughs> yeah. with a new with a new director. So, um, yeah. word is that it is the Moon Knight director, uh, but I I don't know that for one hundred percent. Yeah, I I hope I could so. Have said for sure, but I said for one hundred percent for for one hundred. Uh... <laughs> For 100. Uh, I would be okay with that because that yeah. show is super enjoyable. It did a lot of great character building while still giving you edges of suspense and good at fight sequences and all yeah. that. So, Yeah, the fight sequences were amazing in Moon Knight, so I am yeah. excited about that. I also read that it's going to take place between 1900 and 1980, like the oh. 1980s. Okay. Movie, so that's interesting i thought yeah so i'd probably jump around a little bit i assume i or at least maybe that was just the first script that they just scrapped who knows maybe it's gonna be different yeah. now i don't know who knows yeah interesting yeah <laughs> me neither also uh for upcoming releases i think because well sorry back to blade I do think that because of that, they mentioned that it's potentially getting pushed back from November of next year to uh, July, June or July of 2024. Yeah, it's a bummer. It is a bummer, but if it means that we're getting a better movie, I can live with it, I guess. Agreed. Um, But this Friday, Werewolf by Night comes out. Woohoo! Which is going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm excited about that one. Yeah. And they said it's going to open up a, a doorway to something like other things that are going to be very important in the MCU. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. We almost completely blew past like the biggest announcement. Which was? Shink. Shink. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this still might not be real. Because it's Marvel totally has not said anything about it yet. Oh, it's real. I That'd think... be the biggest dickhead move. Marvel would have so many pissed off fans. I don't think they would do that. No, but I think that they might have done this as a way of being like, hey, hey uh, we're working on it. We want that slot. Nah, no, it's happening. I really hope so. But Deadpool 3. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds announced by talking about what they're going to do for Deadpool 3. And he basically said he didn't have any idea. And he's like, we do have one idea, though. And then you see Hugh Jackman walk in the background. And Ryan Reynolds is like, would you like to play Wolverine one more time? And Hugh Jackman says, yeah, sure, Ryan. And then 
that you know that was our confirmation that Hugh Jackman is returning as Wolverine in Deadpool three. Yeah, it's probably just gonna be like a one off kind of through the multiverse to get Deadpool to the MCU. That's what I'm thinking. Uh-huh. I think the movie itself will still take place in Fox Universe, and then at yeah. the end of the movie, Deadpool will get yeeted over to the MCU side of things. Yeah. Yeah. You shut up. But I also did read, and I'm hoping it's true, that we'll get a comic book accurate uh, Wolverine costume as well in the movie. I hope so, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's pretty much everything that we have for this first little bit. Uh, So let's hop into sponsor number one so that we can get to these interviews. Yeah. (laughs) Sponsor. Every fucking time. Sponsor number one is Ray's Energy Drinks. (laughs) pickled habanero and garlic uh no it's a uh it's a awesome energy drink it's zero sugar zero calories zero crash uh they do way more than just energy drinks um up to like cupcakes in a cup um pancakes other shit i mean seriously check it out uh listen up we'll tell you more about it what's up nerds i wanted to take a minute and talk to you about ray's energy an incredible energy drink that provides max energy with zero crash. Ray's Energy takes a giant leap of faith with instilling a high-quality formula to bring a powerful yet sustained energetic experience to help you push your workouts and focus to the next level. Perfect for anyone at any time and powered by their refresh formula technology, Ray's Energy delivers a performance-enhancing energy drink that aids in multiple different categories that include targeted focus, better recovery time, improved clean energy levels, and a boost in stamina and hydration. But most importantly, every can of Ray's Energy has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates to give you a smarter and healthier option. So don't settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbohydrates than you can count. Instead, head over to repsports.com. That's R-E-P-P-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com and use the promo code nerd podcast at checkout for 15 percent off your order or if you don't know what you want go ahead and click the link that's in the description for to get a 50 dollars sample pack for free all you do is you cover the cost of shipping again make sure you use promo code nerd podcast at checkout to let them know that we sent you welcome back everyone uh this week we're super excited as you can see if you're watching this We have a handful of guests with us this week. We have a bunch of awesome artists. We're going to be talking about the Battle of the Sketches that we are doing a collaboration with for the month of October. Uh, We'll let them introduce themselves because there's a handful of them. And welcome to the show, everyone. Hi. Hello, guys. Hello. Ken. (laughs) Who wants to start? Somebody maybe go from top on down or... Yeah, go ahead. Introduce yourselves. Who, like, who are you? How long you've been doing art? Things like that. So I should start. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My name is um, Alvaro Feliu. I'm from Peru. I'm actually in Peru. Uh, been doing art my whole life, and um, about uh, eight eight solid years, I went into comics. I made the leap into comics. So can't complain. I haven't been able to. Uh, I have been able to found to find work all these five years, so I'm quite happy with it. 
Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Tony? Yeah. Yeah. Tony. Uh, my name's Tony. Um, if you watch me on my Twitch stream, it's simple man. But uh I've been uh I'm an aspiring comic book artist. I have nothing published professionally yet, but I will. That's not cockiness, that's confidence. Um <laughs> I made a promise to my mom before she passed away, and she passed away two years ago that I was going to fulfill my dream, you know, to not give up on my dreams. And so I told her, I said, okay. I, well, one of my dreams was always to be a comic book artist because um, the NFL is out the window. Uh, I'm a bit too old for that now. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I decided to pursue comic book art. She uh, she gifted me with how to draw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers when I was about six years old. And it was a gift that, man, it, it saved me from a lot of a lot of pain and heartache and bullies and, and all sorts of stuff. It just helped me get through life over the past 32 years and uh that's just a testament to her and uh you know kind of growing up impoverished that's that's really all i had was was artwork and a, and a loving mom to to kind of guide me and and build me up uh hey guys i'm ken newton um like everybody else i've been drawing since i can even remember um and i really started taking the idea of uh doing comics seriously for a living uh, with that stupid uh, Spike Lee, Rob Liefeld, uh, Lee Jeans commercial. Where uh, he's like, my parents didn't understand what this was, so I was going to do it anyway. And he seemed to be a cool guy with cool art. And then I found out about school visual arts. So I went to college for uh, art school. That's awesome. awesome. And uh, you guys might recognize Ken from being on our podcast a while back but uh yeah um well now that we got everyone introduced what do you guys think about this week's which was the werewolves what do you guys think about that uh is it inside or outside of your spectrum of uh drawing i mean for me i i i have what's the what's the rating on this podcast again whatever you want it to be we swear all the time <laughs> uh, I, I had a fucking blast doing this. Um, yeah. This is right up my alley in terms of like mood and lighting, and you know Jerry kind of giving me a challenge. He's like, you know, like try and keep it streamlined. You don't, you don't, don't do an overly complicated background. Let's see if you can do that. Um, so I took that as a challenge, and I know for me with the werewolf, I'm like, you know what? He's gonna be rolling his sleeves up to let you know it's time. Yeah, and yeah, and you turned all of yours in like right away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah ken just killed it like there's, yeah. <laughs> there's no there's no ifs ands or buts about it like he just blew us out of the water with one piece and not only that yeah. one piece he turned in all four at the same yeah. time like good lord yeah. he he's the equivalent of flash in our <laughs> own justice league exactly fastest man alive yep. with a pen <laughs> uh how about you guys what'd you guys think um can i go yeah, yeah, go. yeah. Uh, for for the challenge for me is awesome because I love October. For me, October is my favorite month of the year, of course, because of Halloween and all things macabre, which I love. And um, actually, this challenge, I love the Wolfman. Uh, I'm still not done with mine. Actually, I'm in I'm in sketches because it came out with this deadline I had to do. So um, uh, it's either I drew. I draw. I draw him in, in this couple of days, or 
or maybe I turn into one. So whatever comes first. I'm going for both. <laughs> Hashtag to take a selfie. Right? Yeah. yeah, a few of us are on their on their way to that that Wolfman stage already. <laughs> yeah. But no, I I uh when I heard about the challenge, like my first thought was, you know, like I've lately just being able to kind of pay homage and like tribute to past artists, like one of my favorite artists that got me, one of the artists that I read and saw that said, hey, maybe I can do this was uh, Art Adams. He was working on an Incredible Hulk. Um, it was when Red Hulk was kind of big in the storyline. And uh, I have I have several of the books. I've got a couple of the graphic novels. When I found that Art Adams had done every single one of these characters, I was like, well, why not just do the whole month of tribute to Art Adams? So, so literally every single piece <laughs> that I've done this month has been very, like, very closely resembles Art Adams posing. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I love, I love practicing different artists' techniques and seeing if, you know, if they kind of akin to what I'm used to doing, what I'm used to, how I'm used to shading and hatching and, and just, you know, gesture drawing their characters kind of to get, you know, to look like theirs. I'm like, wow, you know, maybe this is somewhat similar. I can see how, you know, I, I tend to move legs a lot. I just, you know, twisting of the knees and pulling out of the, you know, just kind of giving a dip in the knee just suggests so much anticipation to me that I, I really enjoy doing that little, little trick. So it was a lot of, it was a lot of fun. It was, uh, and it was really, really fast because Ken had everything done and I was like, oh my gosh, I can get this stuff done. <laughs> Set but, the bar for everyone now. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. Like up here too. I'm like, uh, uh, where is it at again? But yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I love Werewolf Werewolf by Night. I'm super, I'm super excited for the Disney Plus. That trailer looks good, yeah. Yeah. Um That's I'm really fun. I'm really, I was really pumped to do this piece. It, I think it turned out pretty cool and had a lot of fun with it. Oh, it looks great. Yeah. I, you know, we, I, you and I talked a little bit, yeah. but yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Everyone's is fantastic. Don't <laughs> get me wrong. I was just, we spoke privately. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah probably, yeah. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> but no, it was, it was a lot of fun. Cool. A lot of, a lot of fun doing it. Jake and Chad, aren't you guys drawing with us too? I did. I I drew mine and submitted it. Uh, it's not up yet, but I did finish mine. Uh, it is a toddler's drawing compared to all of you <laughs> professional artists. But it, it, I did, I did submit it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put them up. So. Uh, I am. I picked up some materials today, so that's what I'm gonna be doing after this in the next couple of days, uh, so that it's out. You know, on uh, New Comic Wednesday. Uh, if Jake is claiming his is the the toddler level like mine just baby spit up i can tell you that right now but i'm still gonna try <laughs> i'm sure you guys just look amazing i know what we saw from jake's that's that's a lot of fun it's fun it's scary with you guys you guys are all so good say <laughs> like, i don't want to put mine out there now <laughs> now uh tony you kind of mentioned you know the, the inspiration of where uh, your piece came from through like Art Adams, uh, Ken and Alvaro. Can you speak on kind of where like your inspiration is going to be drawn from, or Ken, where yours came from? Uh, I mean, I know for me, clearly, I respond to very harsh shapes and shadows and stuff. 
Um, and one of my favorite things that I bought uh, since I moved down to Charlotte uh, was the basically artist edition version of Mike McNola's uh, Dracula adaptation from like a bazillion years ago that Topps put out. Like I still have those issues, but this is full size. It's black and white. Um, and it's amazingly beautiful. So like when I started looking at, um, because I did want to knock it, I did want to do all four in one strong run, uh, mostly because, you know, I'm getting ready for New York Comic Con now and some other stuff coming up. I wanted to make sure that, you know, like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. Uh, so for me, um, mood was definitely the the key focus for me with all four of them. For me, well, as I told you, I'm a, I'm a horror junkie. So some um, werewolves, like when they, they, they called us for werewolves, they, they just started popping into my head, like the, the guys from, from Underworld and the, the guy from, from American Werewolf in London and and the, the shitty sequel from Paris and every, and I have this mashup of, my brain was filled with werewolves, but then when they call out the other, the other, um, the other challenges for this month, which I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Bride of Frankenstein and Creature of the Black Lagoon, which I'm super excited about because I've never drawn that guy, and then the witch. So I started to see a trend there, right? Like, okay, so we got Bride of Frankenstein, Creature from the Black Lagoon. So I knew that my werewolf have to be somewhere in between Lon Chaney's um, ben, uh, Benicio del Toro and Underworld mm. and my own twisted mind there. It's just <laughs> somewhere between there. I'm going for the classic look, but it's, I don't know, whatever. But the classic look is the, 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 the you know, the base for it. The That's classic werewolf, universal werewolf. Did so I know that you haven't submitted yours yet. You're still working on it. Uh, obviously, these two have submitted theirs already. Um, did I know when I was drawing the one that I drew? Um, I had I was like, if if I fuck this up, what am I gonna do instead? Did did you guys have a backup plan if if <laughs> the one that you were thinking was gonna not work out? I was just getting ready to drag it because Alvaro had mentioned uh, working, uh, you know, using uh, underworld werewolves lichens as uh, as basis. Well, I my initial very first thought was, okay, you know, just homage to the number one cover. That's all. That's kind of like to me. That's kind of my my baseline. Like if I'm, and I, I hate to say it like this, but. It's kind of if I'm out of ideas, like when my when my poses aren't working, you know, when things my gestures just like keep coming up with like that is just bland. Just, you know, kind of try to try to reimagine that first cover, you know, that number one. And it, it's usually it does a good tribute to the original artist. It does a tribute to, you know, the first appearance or whatever. Yeah, that would have been my backup as an homage to the number one issue of Werewolf by Night. I, I do, I do have. Um, when when I heard of the challenge, I knew I had this this deadline coming, and I'm also going to to New York on on, on Tuesday. So time is very tight for me. So I I, was, I have a couple of sketch covers I did last year, uh, both with werewolves. So at first I I thought, well, I'm just going to post this, and so things will go easier for the first week, but. You know how it is with artists. 
Why should we go the easiest way when you can go the hard, <laughs> non-sleeping, killing yourself way? Better always, <laughs> of course. So, but yeah, my, my backup, my backup plan are, are one of is one of those covers, in case everything goes to waste. <laughs> okay, can you share what either of those covers are? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. I can. Um, if I if I if I can share my screen because I have them here. Yeah, um, you should be able to. So you can all see my screen, right? Yep. yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. A lot of unread emails. <laughs> what? A lot of unread emails there, man. <laughs> yeah, a lot. <laughs> so, um, so this is my, my sorry, it's my. Um, so I have. Um, I'm glad this is what somebody to... else's <laughs> looks like too. What? A lot of reference photos. <laughs> yeah, but that, I, yeah, I have a lot of reference. Okay, so this is the this is one of the covers I. Oh one. gosh. Uh, oh, and my so reference sick. was was oh, nice. Underworld, of course. So that's awesome. This is one of the it's one of the backup lines, and the other one uh, is this guy. So, oh, that's cool. Whatever. God, that's, that's awesome. Wow. Holy cow. Yeah. So, th that those are my backup plans <laughs> in case. Hey, your backup plans are better than my initial plan. So, <laughs> <laughs> how about you, Ken? Uh, I lucked out where the initial idea I had for the werewolf um, pretty much great. came together like I had hoped. Yeah. Like I, to be honest, I lucked out, and this does not happen often. I lucked out with all four ideas, with the exception of the witch, because that just kept changing as I was drawing it. Um, but like that just happened to morph from, into a better idea overall, anyway. So like I was, I was very fortunate when I decided to go through all four in one, like one long weekend, mm. um, that it flowed as well as I could have hoped. Well, anxiety helps too because you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, like either like you know you got things like oh I've got New York coming up or oh, yeah, I got yeah. a midnight call I got to redraw Brett you know like the, that kind of yeah. stuff is, uh, has a focus. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, but that that's a gift because anxiety can also work the other way around. Yeah, I I got New York I got to redraw Brett and you don't and still have a piece of paper. A blank piece of paper in front of you. So, in my case, it works the other way around. Totally. I think I'm pretty chill when I draw. I think it's one of the. I think it's more therapy for me than than the other way around. You know, like I and I. Granted, guys, I'm not. I don't draw for a living, which is probably the biggest. The biggest point of it I can make is I. I work a 40, 40 hour plus week job. That this is all on top of that. So I mean. But I, I I try not to let it get to where it's that stress because if it does, man, my quality goes in the tank. You know, I I turn into I turn back into a twelve year old who's has no idea about contrast and depth and all of it, and it just it all my quality goes right out the window. And I'm like, well, you know what? Then you probably shouldn't be drawing. You know, if that's the case, 
Yeah, I mean, along those lines, I remember um, when I was in college, one of my teachers, I was fortunate to have Walt Simonson, and somebody asked him, like, along those lines, like, yeah, you got to give 100% all the time, but really you can't. And they asked, like, what do you do when the drawing doesn't work? He's like, I take the time that I would spend drawing, and I do art-related things. I find reference. I review contracts. I return phone calls. I do emails. He's like, you're not going to be able to draw 100% every day. He's like, the best thing you can learn is how to manage yourself and know when to step back and when to push yourself. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's like for that. me, up until very recently, I was doing 40 hours a week plus um, retail managing. And it was difficult to manage to get some drawing in when I could because I knew I would just get more and more miserable the longer I went without drawing. But <laughs> I didn't want to push it to the point where I hated it either. So it's definitely a balancing act and just be kind to yourself, man. And I, I'm glad to hear you say that. Cause that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm literally balancing it with 40 hour work week is, is pretty tough. And, and that's why I lean heavily on, you know, the tributes, the, the, the homages to the great artists who have already, you know, already put their name out there and, and put, you know, Pay their dues, put their time in. So yeah, and, I think that's a big, big deal. Yeah. And speaking that's, of, you know, like, you know, tributes and paying homages, um, when it comes to actually producing art uh, for you guys, what's your, what's kind of your like favorite styles to like draw in, create in, like favorite materials to work with? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, go, please. Yeah. Hit it. Uh, um, one, one just quick thing for Tony, uh, but uh, it's very important that if you're going to be, uh, if you, you're going to take serious the whole being an, a comic artist thing, uh, you need to acknowledge that uh, stuff like anxiety and lack of inspiration are part of the game. And you know how to, you need to learn how to uh, be able to draw uh, with those guys like swimming around in your head. So it's, it's important. Because they will be there, and yeah. every day that, that that passes, it will get, it, it will get harder. You know, I I can't I can't quit my day job, which is in t into teaching, and I teach art, so it, it's related. But I I can't I can't uh, resign yet because uh, I need the money, mm -hmm. and um, and I have family, I'm, I have a kid, so every every day it goes by. I mean, your life can't stop, so it it, it becomes more and more. Um, complicated so Absolutely. you need to know that those guys will be there at your side <laughs> late, at, it, night, late yeah. at night late at night and um and for me right now i'm trying to go i love watercolor uh and uh and of course inks and but right now i'm trying to uh train myself into doing the most um, doing most of my stuff digitally because mm. uh let's be honest all the work almost all of the work is, is being done digitally like uh, i love to to draw and, and to work traditionally but digital is the way right now so i'm trying to to um do some of the stuff that i can do in in paper onto the the freaking ipad because it's different yeah. the, the 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 friction the the way that the the the, the the pencil goes like like uh, flows on the on the on the glass of the ipad is totally different from the paper so there's 
some training to do. So I'm trying to train myself uh, for this stuff, for this horror stuff. I I swear I'm gonna do all of them digitally. <laughs> so so I yeah, I just gotta to, not switching, but trying to train myself more and more into digitally. I to just digitally. got an iPad and I'm scared to John. <laughs> I haven't even tried it yet. It's terrifying. You know, I, I started, since I'm drawing with the iPad, like really, really go, going like weapons hot on the iPad, I started having this, this uh, you know, shoulder pain. <laughs> and I don't know, because I'm used to drawing. It's, I, I never had this shoulder pain. And then I realized that I'm doing some kind of, of tension with my, you know, the muscles of my shoulder to control the, the friction, the lack of friction of the, of this, mm -hmm. of the, of the glass. So you can... Uh, get those like those those uh shrugged lines and you know all the stuff that you get on paper and uh, with like trying to recreate <laughs> that friction <laughs> with my own shoulder so you know yeah, so it's, it's funny that you mentioned that i literally just like i everything i do right now is pencil and paper but it's funny that you mentioned that because i've been messing around with going from 0.7 to 0.5 0.3 i've even got uh a 0.2 that I was using on a pa uh, panel that I was working on earlier. And for sure, like I woke up the other day and I was like, what did I do to my shoulder? Like what, seriously, did I go lift something heavy in the house? I started thinking, I'm like, did I move a refrigerator or something? Cause it was seriously <laughs> painful. And I was like, I was like, I don't do anything but this right here, you know? And then I realized, okay, I literally spent four hours drawing with that number two and number three lead pencil and in order to keep it from breaking i had to lift off the paper i had to hold my arm in a state of tension drawing that whole time making sure not to overpressure. and sure enough i was like that is exactly what it is and it's funny that you mentioned that because yeah i'm as soon as i start doing more and more digitally i'll probably end up with the same thing so well but you yeah. can I mean, along those lines with the digital stuff, I know there are definitely exercises to do for your hand and your shoulders. Um, and there are always tutorials on how to better sit. I mean, we're always going to end up punched over whatever is we're drawing anyway. Um, but there are definitely things to do to help mitigate that. Um, like Jake, that looks like a very comfortable chair um, and very supportive of back and neck. Uh, this isn't where I draw. I have a completely different desk over there. Oh, okay for that and the chair is less comfortable than this one but because like you said i'm not leaning you know like when i when i do drive you know yeah yep. yeah so. and like again like any small thing you can do to help out is always better than nothing oh yeah um, like i'm trying to get better with digital um and i've certainly made leaps and bounds like the last three or four years um but i just wanted to make sure i look this up so i don't fuck up the title um, I love Dave McKean's stuff, and they, Dark Horse recently reprinted uh, something he'd done a couple of years ago, Black Dog, The Dreams of Paul Nash, um, and it's super mixed media, um, even going back to when he would take um, photographs of several layers of art and combine it like he used to do for the Sandman covers, um, and he details these dreams of this artist that was uh, depicting um, through his drawings, World War I and how each dream sequence morphed into a different style that fit in a bigger narrative. 
Um, and I showed it the other day at the art studio to someone who wasn't a comic book fan and like, he, like their eyes were just blown. So while I mostly do uh, brush and ink for like the hard graphics and oil bars for, and some watercolors for the colors, uh, I'm really feeling mixed media stuff. And the way I usually practice that is through life drawing sessions um, where for any pose longer than an hour, I'll bring in random shit, like including like newspaper and glue to start drawing and painting on top of that too, uh, just to try and figure things out. That's super awesome. Um, what, uh, just to keep it moving here, what, uh, do you guys have plans? Do you have plans for your next week's drawing? I don't, Ken, obviously you did yours already. Uh, but for example, like I was, my idea for next week i haven't even started it yet so i may scrap the whole fucking thing and start over but i was gonna do <laughs> the bride of frankenstein as like a pinup girl uh but who knows if it'll work out that way uh do you guys have a plan already in 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 your mind or in motion um nothing have you have you guys gotten mine yet uh i did we, we oh did, yeah we yeah, got yours we, we got did all, get yours okay. yep yeah. these oh, questions man, maybe were, I did. Our questions were like pre-written out. So. <laughs> no, okay. Well, I just to speak to that, I actually am starting on another piece for Bright. Because, like I said, I want to. I've got to draw as much as I can. And you, yeah, better. you can submit more than one too. Like and, we're, we'll take, we'll post it all. Yeah. Yeah, and what if you guys want to post it? Whatever you know, please don't feel bad for not posting it. I just, it's again, it's it's like I did this werewolf by night number one. I still plan on finishing it just because it's it's more work for me it's more practice i've got several comic book panels that i've started that i've kind of just played with some storylines um because at the end of the day i'm eventually going to have to make one choice i i don't i don't have i have a a, a good uh, a nice image for the black lagoon but for bride of frankenstein i'm i'm still i want to go for a pinup as well but uh looking at reference yours will be mine She's not For that sure. sexy, right? She's not that that sexual, you know. In the yeah. movie, I mean, he, he has the movie has an, another kind of sexual content. So mm -hmm. I don't wanna. I really wanna pay homage to the character. So I don't wanna make her too slutty. <laughs> if you see my drawings, <laughs> I, I can I tend to go for the sluttiness. So, <laughs> so we'll so, take it. We'll so, take it. Uh, so I, I don't want to take it there because I want to have the, the energy, the feel of the classic Bride mm -hmm. of Frankenstein. So I, somewhere it. around there. Love yeah. it. I, and I, I considered uh, doing the Bride of Frankenstein from the Huey Lewis in the News video. Um, <laughs> doing it all for my baby. Uh, because in that video, they remake Huey as Frankenstein and the Bride of Frankenstein. And it's a delight because Huey Blues in the News is the best band ever. Nice. <laughs> I always know <laughs> that you're a huge Huey Lewis fan. Don't take money. Don't take fame. <laughs> so uh, I know. Sorry, that's copyright. My bad. <laughs> it was less than 16 seconds. We're fine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no mute. <clears throat> Uh, now, Ken, I know that you're going to, to Comic-Con. Alvaro, it sounds like you're heading to New York this week also. Is that for New York Comic-Con? Yes. Yeah. That was for me, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I'm heading for, for Comic-Con. 
awesome. uh, pay my dues you know, to the big ones and look for work and for an agent <laughs> and maybe a girlfriend. You know. <laughs> have you been to uh, the Com New York Comic Con before? Yes, yes, I, I have. Uh, I've been lucky enough to. I've been there twice, just before the pandemic on 2019, and uh, and on 2017. So yeah, okay. It's. Uh, I think it's a it's a good investment. Like yeah. um, there are some things that uh, there's no way you can do uh, via email. Like I've been working for I've been working lately for the guys at Cinescope. I reached them during the pandemic so i just know their faces uh through instagram and stuff so i think that going out there and shaking their hands and saying hey this is me talking to them getting to know me uh it, 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 it the only result is positive like yeah love it to be linked and uh and other guys like uh joff mart you, you know the 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 it's uh he represents artists and he kind of showed some interest in me so i think it's a, a good investment it's an investment because it's it's not cheap to go to new york uh, but uh, i think it's a good one so yeah awesome yeah, yeah thanks for rubbing it in jen that i'm not going to be there <laughs> that was no, the not... next question was it have, <laughs> have you been have you ever been no actually i haven't been to new york comic-con or san diego comic-con i've actually never been to a comic-con no nope uh the nearest one is kansas city comic-con plus like planet comic-con um it's in april of next year i will be there at that one and ken you're going correct yeah uh this is the first time in a very long time that i'll be in artist alley uh so i'm psyched about that uh i'm psyched to be back in new york because it's been a while um it's been a while since i've been at new york comic con so i'm psyched to see jerry um and my friends from new york that are gonna make it in there uh, nice and you know my apprehension is my level is a little better control because i had heroes down here um and it was fun to be back in a convention environment um i'm happy that new york is requiring masks um I know I'm all set with my, uh, my most recent uh, booster and uh, flu shot, so I'm yeah. feeling pretty good to go. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, just go visit Jerry's uh, Jerry's stand. He'll get you good and drunk on some whiskey. Oh, Jerry's right next to me in Norris Valley. Oh, um, no way. Oh, yeah, awesome. this is the first year he's not doing a booth. Um, so oh, that's great. Right. Oh, no kidding. He's not doing T-shirts anymore. Um, he's just really focusing on his books uh, going forward. So I'm psyched awesome. for him. Hell yeah. Awesome. We went there. Was it last year? It was last year. Yeah, it was last year. And uh, Jerry had just like boxes of whiskey that he was just like handing out drinks to everybody. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. Um, and Jerry's booth is always awesome. Uh, yeah. So I, I do miss that like oasis in the middle of like, and it's a prime spot too. Mm. um but it was just time for him to move on to uh just really focusing on the books and artist alley is a better opportunity sweet yeah most definitely um i don't i don't know did you have anything chad nope i was gonna i mean th that's kind of all that we had prepared for yeah you guys i mean we definitely appreciate you coming on but before we close out i mean 
where can people find you and see your art and get in touch with you? Uh, for me, um, everything is my name to try and make it simple. So it's kennewtson.com for my website and at kennewtson um, for all my social media stuff. Um, and definitely check out every Wednesday morning uh, the hashtag uh, Battle of the Sketches and algorithm providing um, most of the group pops up pretty quickly. <laughs> Excellent. Tony, oh, uh, how are you guys? How are you guys showing this stuff on uh, all things uh, 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 your website and stuff? Yeah. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna have a gallery page. So it'll get updated weekly with that week's drawing. Uh, we'll, you know, link to every artist and, you know, their, their name, where to find them online, you know, where they're located. Um, and then we'll also set up uh, a store page for those that want to sell their, their prints uh, as well. But yeah, so it'll be on our webpage. We'll also post uh, or repost to our uh, Instagram um, and like share to our stories and stuff like that as well. So um, gonna try and get it in front of as many people as possible. I think one of the cool things is what uh, the idea came up for like what we're doing with the proceeds, right? Yeah, so um, for any print that gets sold, 50% uh, of the proceeds go back to the artist. Uh, and then the other 50% is going to go into a pool and then what we're going to do is we're going to find a local comic shop here uh jake and i are in minnesota so we'll go to a local comic shop here get a bunch of gift cards that we'll then use as giveaways but we'll make sure that obviously they ship um so that you don't have to come to minnesota just to to buy some comics <laughs> <laughs> so we'll make sure that they ship um, and we'll be doing some giveaways both on a, like a live stream episode, as well as like a, um, an actual contest probably in December. Cause we'll let the gallery and store be up through the end of November. Yep. Yep. How about you guys? Where can people find you guys? And then we'll obviously we'll, like Chad said, we'll add all the links and yeah. all that stuff, but just for okay. people who are listening, where, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. Which that, that looks backward, right? No, it's good. no, no, it looks good. It looks good. Oh, you're good. You're good. <laughs> it's Feliu, which is my 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 last name, DD. Perfect. So for now, Instagram. You can look me up in in Facebook. I'm gonna, but I, I'm gonna add you right I've now. It's obsolete. So <laughs> I'm following you guys. I I, I think I'm Are following you? chat at least. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I think you're following our the podcast site. I was yes. going to follow you from my personal site here. Cool. And then, Tony, I know that you um, are online as uh, Simple Man. Do you also have like an online gallery or like a website of your own that? Uh, I have uh, a Facebook page right now that's A Daniel's Artwork. Um, if you follow me on Instagram or. I, I don't know how to link to it. Just look for Tony Daniels uh, on Facebook, and you should it should be linked on my profile page. Okay. I okay. don't know for sure, but it is A Daniels artwork on Facebook. Um, I can send you guys a link through the Instagram chat. Perfect. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I'm on Instagram and I do stream on Twitch. I stream every Sunday. Yeah, those three are my main platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitch. So. Excellent. Well, thank you guys so much for uh, being on the episode. Um, once the episode is actually up, we'll obviously send you guys a link so that if you want to share it, you can. Um, or if you just want to watch your beautiful faces talk about art, <laughs> no one's going to judge that either. Um, anyways, thank you guys so much. We appreciate you being here. And uh, yeah, you guys have a great rest of your night. You too, man. Thanks for letting me do this. Nice to see you guys. Can't wait to see what you guys, you know, continue to turn in. So, same. Thanks. Thanks. Holy shit. That was awesome. Uh, I love those guys. That was a lot of fun. Uh, My name's Jake, (laughs) and I'm the best podcaster on the show. Chad had scripted something else for me to say there, and I'm not going to say it. It was so funny, and it looked like you were going to go and just follow it word for word, and I <coughs> I almost spit out my drink. <laughs> but seriously, that was an awesome interview. We can't wait for the coming weeks with all the other artists. Oh, yeah, like coming, like, oh. Yeah. We so also gross. can't thank you guys enough for being on our show i almost said coming on our show but (laughs) we just made that joke (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so every week this month we will be having interviews with different artists that are participating in the battle of the sketches um part of our collaboration and we're just excited to bring you their art and their you know their who they are and we'll link to all of them in our show notes as well each week so if you want to see more of their artwork and some of them like like work for like comic books and stuff that you you know would probably know yeah like uh, i know ken in the past has uh he's also been on the show before when he Mm -hmm. was uh running his kickstarter for uh my monkey's name is jennifer um he's done some marvel comics in the past um Alvaro, who is super awesome, uh, he has done a lot of like indie artwork. And Tony is an incredible artist, and he's trying to get to that point where, you know, he can make that his full time thing. So we have some professional artists and some uh, aspiring. aspiring artists, and yeah. the the talent that we'll be bringing to you through all these artists is just incredible. We're yeah. so excited for it. Enough gushing over these wonderful people. Let's talk about Crybaby Craig's hot sauce. Uh, it's a pickled habanero and garlic hot sauce that goes on practically anything. Listen up, learn a little bit more about it, and we'll be right back with you. Hey, you nerds. Do you love spice? Supporting small businesses? What about enhancing the flavor of your favorite foods? If you said yes to any of those... Our good friends over at Crybaby Craig's have the perfect solution for you. Crybaby Craig's is a pickled habanero and garlic hot sauce that goes perfectly with your favorite foods, adding the perfect amount of spice and enhancing the flavor of everything it touches. Started in Minneapolis by Craig back in 2012, Crybaby Craig's has become a Minneapolis and Minnesota staple in the sauce world. So head over to crybabycraigs.com and order yours today. All right, everyone. Uh, <laughs> uh, spoiler alert before we get any further than this point. Um, but we are going to start talking about episode seven of House of the Dragon. Um, if you haven't watched it yet, 
you know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. Go, go ahead. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 And that's the way it was. That's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> uh, so this episode picks up just a couple of weeks after the end of the last episode because it is the funeral for uh, Lena Valerian. Oh, I'm so sorry. That was gross. Um, She bar she barbecued herself using her own dragon to do it and her baby. Mm. Yeah. Well, there was a 50-50 chance that the baby would survive and she was going to die either way. So she's like, going out on my terms. Deuces. I I was wrong on my theory about that one. (laughs) Yeah. I definitely thought that the baby was fireborn. So like, they were basically going to show her, like, charred body, and there's going to be, like, a baby, like, crawling out of her, like, ashes. Like, yeah. Nope. Something happened. They both died. Yep. They both died. <laughs> um, and so the Valyrians bury their dead at sea, <clears throat> much like the Targaryens burn their dead. Um, so it's a funeral procession, and her casket gets just yeeted into the sea off of a cliff and that's pretty much it episode over uh, yep see you guys <laughs> <laughs> but at kind of like the the post funeral wake i guess kind of like the it's drinks it's like a party yeah yeah tensions Some... are high yeah from everyone no one is having a good time except for Aegon. he's just drinking himself silly yeah but it's interesting because this was actually the first scene that they filmed with the older cast and everything like that Mm. so the they weren't comfortable with each other to begin with and it really plays through uh in the scene because everyone just kind of like their lines to each other are kind of cold because it's just, there's so much tension between all the characters anyways, that this just worked so well, which I thought was really, really cool to learn. The funeral party, whatever, uh, tears and beers, tears and beers. Uh, a couple people, get dragged out because they get drunk and then make a scene like Aegon basically passes out on the stairs mm-hmm. uh Lenor gets drunk and like goes out to the the beach to to cry and mourn his sister sister and <clears throat> the the whole scene even though it's like an eight minute long scene like there's like I said there's a lot of tension and it kind of drags on but it yeah sets the tone yeah really sets the bone for uh or the tone (laughs) sorry uh while everyone else is crying um uncle uncle and niece are spreading cheeks well they're spreading thighs and clapping cheeks (laughs) um no that's actually after the the celebration has ended but they kind of like uh, Damon and Rhaenyra take a walk on the beach. 
Well, we know what walks on the beach lead to, Jake. Cocks on the beach. Yeah. It's very cousin fuckery, even though yeah. it's uncle and niece. <laughs> Let's go, dragon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But there is a moment, because during that scene, you know, they played out like it's all like sensual and intimate, but it's just kind of like, you're family. This is weird. Yeah. Um we see Aemon uh, Targaryen, which is Alicent's second-born son. Mm-hmm. The one that doesn't have a dragon that's been teased and bullied. He, We see him walking on the beach as well, and it seems like he's going to spot... And we know what happens when you go for walks on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with family. <laughs> No, but it seemed like he was going to catch Rhaenyra and Damon, mm-hmm. but really he is trying to find uh, Lena, uh, her dragon, mm-hmm. which is also the biggest dragon in the show. So big. So big. Wow. Like You're just veiny. like really hooked <laughs> on it being a, like a veiny triumphant bastard, you know? You're just like hooked on, on Well, the kid was the, the bastard. <laughs> not this one. Oh no, he's not the best. Damn it, I fucked it up. <laughs> but he goes to claim Lena's dragon because it no longer has a rider. Mm. And it So Eamon keeps trying to like sneak up on the dragon because he thinks that if he can get it up on the saddle that that means that the dragon is now his. But the dragon keeps turning and looking at him and I did forget to write down what the dragon's name is, so I do apologize. But keeps looking at him and is like, fuck off, kid. In Benedict Cumberbatch's voice. Um, <laughs> no, but at one point, he like the dragon opens its its jaw. It looks like it's about to breathe fire on, on Eamon. And Eamon starts giving it commands in uh, Old Valyrian, uh, their mother tongue. Yeah. And the dragon's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Dragon basically says, yes, daddy. Get on. (laughs) (laughs) That was better. (laughs) (laughs) But it's really funny because, like, Eamon then climbs up into the saddle, like, gets himself situated, and then tells the dragon to fly. And because this dragon is massive, and this kid has also never ridden dragon, just is like hanging on by a rope like uh, yeah he's yeah. a wacky waving arm inflatable flailing <laughs> two man <laughs> and it's yeah. just hilarious it is but it leads to some drama uh the kids of lena Le- lena i almost yeah. said lenore lena yeah. that's the brother yeah uh lena's two daughters see him riding the dragon they're pissed and they confront him because the youngest daughter her dragon egg never hatched so she was going to try and claim that dragon to honor her mother as well yeah and uh they're pissed and they get into a physical altercation and joining them 
couple of is, kids who are up to no good started making yeah. trouble in their neighborhood. Yeah, in the dungeons. In the dungeon hood. They got in one uh, little fight. <laughs> Allison got scared. <laughs> Said you're moving with your auntie and dad in Bel Air. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to incorporate like somehow do I how do I put I was waiting to like insert like someone lost the eye but in that like oh. song and I couldn't figure out where to do it. Playing some eyeball out by the school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Losing some eyeballs up by the school. <laughs> uh yeah. Anyways, uh kids get in a fight. I really enjoyed it because I was kinda I was pulling for this kid because uh they're teasing him so bad in the last episode and I was like, I just want this kid to like kick someone's ass and literally it was four on one and he's just beats i mean i don't i obviously do not condone hitting females but in a four-on-one situation yeah so also not awesome. to say that like a <clears throat> strong female could not beat the shit out of either one of us but like he's ganged up on and he just like is slapping everybody around dude it was i literally yelled at my tv I was like, yes, because he just like, just the first punch that's thrown is to one of these girls who is like, I'm going to hit him. He's not going to do anything. And he just goes, well, she, Black. she she hits him first. And then he's yeah. like, okay, bam. <laughs> it's hilarious. You, not in real life. It's not funny well, in real life. If you play silly games, game. you win silly prizes. Yeah. But it, it was it was I I really enjoyed this because up until now they've kind of showed this kid as kind of like a pushover, guys. yeah, kind of a pushover, and uh, and he literally just bodied like four people by himself, and I was like, yeah, dude, uh, and then one of them pulls out a knife and cuts his eyeball out, and you're like, oh, yeah, but <laughs> the reason that they pulled the knife is because he calls uh, Rhaenyra's kids bastards. bastards. Yeah, I mean they are, but yeah. Calls them that, and they're like, fuck you, gloves off, bitch. Yeah. And they, like, pull a knife. He picks up a rock, is literally about to smash one of Rhaenyra's kids' heads in with a stone. Mm -hmm. And then he throws sand. And then yeah. the other brother just, like, slices his face and just... Yeah. No more eyeball. No more eyeball. I mean, technically the eyeball was there, but they said they couldn't save it. Yeah, it's just... They got it got split in half, so yeah. <clears throat> it's just like, it's gone. Like his, uh, what was say? like his, like Rhaenyra on uh, the beach with her uncle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stepsister, half sister, half sister. I don't know. Same dad. Hmm. It's a whole bunch of Jerry Springer shit. <laughs> but so his face is cut up uh there's a big altercation basically just kind of like in the the common room the great room of the the keep that they're at allison is out for blood yeah even though it's kids yeah like she well, wants that's, to just like... that's kind of the funny part about in my opinion i what i thought it was funny about it is that this is the king king Viserys. this is his second born son that just lost his eye i mean they're literally stitching his eye closed like in this scene and though he doesn't say it like this he kind of is just like Ugh. 
boys will be boys. You know, like yeah, he like, tries to. He's like, all right, well, this, this sucks, but uh, let's get past it. And uh, mm-hmm. Allison is like, no, fuck that. Then she commands Kristen. Kristen, <laughs> I call him Kristen instead of Kristen. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> she commands him to cut out one of Rhaenyra's kids' eyes, and uh, she gets tense. But he like hesitates because he's like, "You want me to he maim kind- a child?" Well, he like kind of stepped forward. I thought it looked like, and then he like stops himself and he's like, "Nope, I'm sworn to protect you. I'm not gonna do that." Yeah, yeah. And and she even like calls that out. She's like, "You're my sworn protector. Like, do as you're commanded." And he's like, "Hey, <laughs> like, yeah. I may be a piece of shit person, but like, you want me just to like maim a child?" Lady, don't put me on the spot. Come on. God. <laughs> Mom, stop. You're embarrassing me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, but she gets so pissed that she takes her uh, husband's knife and goes after uh, Rhaenyra's kids herself. And then Rhaenyra steps in front of her. Uh, they kind of lock arms. And I was, I was so hoping it was going to happen. And it, they just... They teased you with it, but they didn't give it to you. Is Kristen then steps down to like get involved, and then Damon like stops Kristen from yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, whoop his ass. Yeah, and it's like a it's a long awaited rematch between Kristen and Damon, going all the way back to episode one when mm-hmm. Kristen beats Damon uh, in the tournament, yeah. but. Also, since then, Damon has killed tons of people. Mm-hmm. And he's just... Damon is just, like, plotting for the throne. Like, he just mm-hmm. wants it. Yeah. Kind of like his niece. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just remembering some of the jokes that we made that will not be in this episode. <laughs> But uh, because Kristen gets stopped, Damon basically just like holds him back. He's like, "Nah, you don't want to do this, bitch." Yeah. Uh, Allison and Rhaenyra kind of have like a, a hushed conversation where Rhaenyra's like, "Oh look, you fucked up. Everyone can see that you fucked up." Yeah. Go fuck so yourself. Every, yeah. Everyone sees you for who you really are now. And then she cuts a bitch. Yeah. Allison cuts a bitch. Allison cuts a bitch, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but Rhaenyra just kind of, like, takes it. You know, she, mm-hmm. like... It's not, she took that blade like she took her uncle. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of, like, <laughs> stared off into the void. <laughs> no, she steps back. Damon comes to her side, protects the kids. There's blood. <laughs> 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 oh shit. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Has nothing to do with this. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh Damon and Rhaenyra then have a conversation about how they need to join forces, combine their houses, because now that Lena's dragon has been claimed for 
Allison's children or child, they they need to have a formidable force mm-hmm. of their own. So they decide that they're going to get married. Damon's like, that can't happen because you're still married. And she's like, yeah, I know. I'm not going to be a tyrant queen, but... Well, technically it says, we can't get married while your husband still lives. And she's right. like, oh, yeah, I got a plan for that. And, yeah, then go ahead. Sorry. And it, they basically, while they're talking about, you know, their plan, you kind of see it, like, in action as well, that they're basically plotting to get uh, Lenore out of the, out of the picture. Uh, Damon convinces his lover to strike him down for a bunch of gold. You see a fight break out. You also see Damon snap some random dude's neck. And I was literally like, who the fuck did he just kill? Yeah. I thought maybe it was like a guard. Yeah. Turns out it was a body double. Hmm. Because they faked Lenore's death so that he can go and be free with his lover with a fuck ton of money someplace where their names mean nothing. Yeah. Which is kind of cool because that's all Lenore really wanted was just to be free and to Mm -hmm. be who he is, not have to deal with duty and honor. He just wanted to eat duck. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because, like, goose, you know? Well, ducks have a lot of more bones. Doing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then the episode ends with the wedding, incestual wedding. Yes, of Damon and Rhaenyra. Their kids are watching. It's weird. They like cut their lips so that when they kiss, they just you know Get share and all the diseases. Uh, And then they also cut their hands and then hold their hands so that also all the diseases. But it happens. Uh, It's been leading up to this point since episode one. Yeah. Very clearly. Um, But now they have four dragons. Mm -hmm. Because both of Rhaenyra's sons have dragons. Yep. She has a dragon. Damon has a dragon. Oh, five dragons, because also one of Damon's daughters has a dragon. Oh, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So there's dragons for days. Yeah. So we'll see. I know between this episode and next episode, they showed the preview. Uh, There's another time jump. Um, The kids look much older. It's Um, probably another, like, five years Maybe a little so. more, I think. Looks like maybe 10. Because the one kid who got his eye removed looked like he was like 20. Yeah, but he was like 13-ish. So, yeah, yeah 5 to 10 years. Yeah. We're oh, yeah. both wrong, we're both right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but anyways, yeah, so that's the show. And we'll see you guys later. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But in all seriousness, we are going to uh, go ahead and start closing out this episode. But before we do, we have our honorable mentions for the week. Um, I have two of them. 
Uh, one is Daybreakers, starring Ethan Hawke and Willem Dafoe and Sam Neill. Uh, this movie is about vampires in the future are basically running the world, but humans, as their food source, are running out. So a small group of humans recruit Ethan Hawke, who is a vampire who does not eat humans, um, but he's also a very smart scientist to help them find a cure. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Super good for what it is, which is just a ridiculously gory vampire movie. A lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, I've, I've also seen it like, I was gonna say, I've also seen it like six times. Uh, so <clears throat> I enjoy it. Uh, the other one is the big one of the week was Hocus Pocus 2. Um, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed the first one. Uh, I was also a little kid when the first one came out. Uh, and it, since then, it's become a nostalgia thing for a lot of people my age um, to yeah. rewatch Hocus Pocus on, around spooky season. They did announce last year that they were making this movie and it finally released. Uh, we watched it, <clears throat> my girlfriend and I, and I didn't hate it. It wasn't like, I hate this fucking movie, but it wasn't great. Um, yeah, so take that however you want. There is an after credit scene. I won't spoil anything. I don't want, we, the, the honorable mentions are just to fly through real fast. So I won't no. say, talk about the movie. Um, there's an end credit scene, so watch that. Um there you go. Honorable mentions. Chadley, any for you? Nope. I've been just like binging Modern Family like I was last week. Mm. Loving it. Lily mm-hmm. is my favorite character. Who? Lily. Oh, the the uh, kid? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's awesome. She's I hilarious. You. She gets really funny the older she gets. Yeah. yeah, she's just sassy as fuck. Yeah. I'm all for it. Um. <clears throat> But for our, our normal housekeeping closing notes, uh, like we had mentioned last week, and I think even the week before, uh, we dropped Patreon uh, because they have some very disgusting scandals going on around them that they are doing nothing to fix. So They've actually like, fired people for trying to fix it. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> we're no longer associated with Patreon. Uh, we did find a new replacement. It's called buymeacoffee.com. Um, but if you know us, that is really buy me a beer. Um, it even, I updated it, so it says that on the actual page. Um, nice. But what's cool about it is, so you still get, you know, it's a monthly subscription to where you get some exclusive merch. But also it allows for one-off donations. So literally if you want to buy us a beer, super awesome. You can do that. Um, you'll get some behind-the-scenes uh, footage, full unedited interviews. This month would be an awesome time to join because we have so many interviews lined up. Um, there's all of that. And it's just a great way to support the show uh, if yeah. you like what we're doing. <clears throat> if not, and you don't want to just do like a one-off monetary donation, but you actually want to get something for it, uh, we do still have our web store. That's still up and running. There should be some new spooky season merch dropping uh, by the end of this week. Um, all that. And we just, we love you guys. And thank yeah. you for being a part of this. And thanks for stopping by. Yeah. To another week of 
the All Things Nerd Podcast. <laughs> Seriously, cheers, everyone. We love you.